Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What up, what up, what up? I'm back with another episode here of the Earnest Thoughts Podcast. So, let's get right into it. This first topic here, um... There are many examples, I mean, and I really do mean many examples that I could think of um, in relation to just this topic. The only reason why I'm not going to name many of them, I'm going to name the obvious, you know, the Catch Me Outside girl, the Danielle Bergoli, or just others in general. Um, But I'm not going to name them all because one, there's way too many for me to name off top of my head because even if I name you let's say three off top there are a lot more situations like this there are a lot more than three situations like this that happen um seems like almost on a if not yearly basis a bi-yearly base where black folks see somebody white acting black in quotation marks right um and they make that individual viral viral enough for them to get some fame they get some fame black folks get upset and they're like how come so and so got fame for x y and z or they dig up old tweets or old videos or old facebook statuses or old myspace uh uh you know statuses if they're old enough to even have been on myspace at a time and they find this person not only acts black but they say nigga and then now they're, they're upset, you know, the same, it'd be the same folks too. It'd be the same folks who made the individual get its viral, uh, moments and then turn around once that individual starts getting, you know, money and notoriety from these other brands and whatever the case may be, then they get upset about it. And this cycle happens a lot more than I would love to admit to. It happens a lot and it's shameful. And that's why I have the title of this topic the way that it is. It's when will black people learn that we need to stop doing this? Now, we may not be meaning you or me. It definitely is not me. I definitely am not one of these individual individuals. Never have, never will be one of these individuals that gawked at white people. We're non-black people, but we're talking about white folks here, but... You can consider this to anybody, right? But I've never been one of those black folks that gawked at the fact that a white person did something quote-unquote black, right? Whether that be they uh, dressed a certain way, whether that be they rapped a certain rap song that I only thought black people knew, right? Whether they, you know, went period, eh, period, eh, you know, shit like that. Whether they, again, rocked a certain hairstyle. Whether they, whatever that you might deem as black culture, it could be as something as simple as being good at basketball. Yes. I've never been one to gawk at white folks 
for simply just doing these things. You know, it could be dancing. Like I said, it could be anything that's relative to the overall black American culture. I've never been one to gawk at these folks. You know? You don't have to believe me or not. You can even ask people I grew up with. You can ask family members. I when when they were the ones impressed by so and so and all this other stuff, I was the one who was like, guys, we've seen this before. Just with black folks. How come it didn't impress you when they did it, but it's impressing you now? I was the one asking these questions. I was the Buzz Killington. I was the Jaden Smith of my peer group as a little teenage boy, a preteen, and say, hey guys, let's talk about these serious situations over here. You know? That was me. So, yeah. You know, this isn't some facade. This isn't me trying to keep face to a bunch of people who don't make it be known they listen to the podcast or not. I'm simply just making it clear that this has been nothing, This the, the whole idea has never really impressed me. The whole aspect of it really never really impressed me. Now, if we're talking about rap music, right? Let me take a sip. We're talking about rap music. Yes, there have been white rappers that I was like, okay, this dude can rap. And I'm saying dude because I've never seen a white female rapper that I was like, okay, she's the bomb. Or she can rap. Never. Now one can say, oh, there's not enough. Okay, that could be it. It might be a situation where, <clears throat> I don't know, Susie Q out of Mississippi. She might <laughs> she might impress me. But all the ones that I've seen, whether they're famous like a Iggy Azalea or they just, you know, they're on the internet, right? They're all whack. But there have been instances of white males who impress me as you know whether they're mainstream artists or not but it was the simple fact that it wasn't because they were white it was because the rap was good because there are plenty of other in fact it's still the majority of the white rappers that I see are not good (laughs) you know Uh, so if you were to take that mindset of someone who just hypes up everybody white who does something again quote unquote black then that would mean that if you're going to attach that to me, you, that would mean that all of the white rappers that I've that I've seen were good to me. I hyped them up. That's not the case. We're talking about the folks who do this, though. And again, it's not even just with rappers. It could be with anything. I gave you an example when I made that stupid-ass impression, you know? And that instance right there, because that was that's a fairly recent example of this entire discussion. That is what I that that example and just what I saw from it is why I felt the need to talk about this. Eventually, I would have talked about it because, like I said, this has been going on for years. And this is this. There are many, many examples of this being true. But this recent one. I was like, you know what? Let me talk about it on the podcast because I got some things to say uh, about this situation. This isn't my first time talking. It probably is my first time talking about it on the podcast, but not necessarily in general. Like I said, just go ask people that I know and grew up around. They didn't want to have the conversations. They rolled their eyes, ignored, changed the subject whenever I brought things up. But 
it was still brought up by me. Anyways, black folks, my question is, when are we going to stop doing this? And again, we may not pertain to you, but I'm saying we as a collective. Because the damn show doesn't pertain to me. But I'm still going to say we. Because we need to actually have a conversation. And those of us who don't do this still need to be a part of said conversation. Not only to give off our viewpoints as to why we, actually we, those who don't do this gawking shit, why we don't do it and why we you know, feel the way that we feel about black folks who do do it, but we also need to be a part of the conversation to listen. We need to hear the other side and understand why they feel the way that they feel. Now, I don't, I've never gotten an honest answer or honestly an answer period. If I'm really being honest, when I ask folks especially peers growing up why is it super ultra impressive when this individual does it but when somebody who looks just like you does it it's not really impressive you're not you're not as impressed by it you know it's just eh you know some people can I'm trying to think of arguments some people might have because again, nobody has ever given me uh, uh, an answer, so now I gotta think of <laughs> responses. The first response I could think of is you have those individuals who will say like, well, if I grew up around my black cousins, my black brothers and sisters and aunts and uncles, and I all I saw was black people doing this one dance, right? We're gonna use the example of a of a dance, right? Some white person went viral on TikTok for doing, but black folks been doing this dance for years, and nothing, no no type of support, no type of wow from black folks. But white folks, a white girl did it, or a white person did it, and it's all types of flowers and all that. So. <clears throat> One argument, maybe someone was would argue, maybe someone would argue, is, well, I've seen our people do it for so long, it just didn't become anything special to me anymore. So it's to see someone else do it was why I championed it. Now, my kind of argument <laughs> to that argument is... Why does the value of said dance go up because you saw someone, someone who is an other of the community do it? Why do you now feel like this dance or this cultural moment that this, this black culture moment that this white person had? Why do you now feel that the moments or just this black culture moment is a valuable moment now seeing someone who isn't black do it or partake in said moment? Whether that be a dance, a hairstyle, a, a, a particular way of dressing, a particular way of speaking. 
these are things I what black folks invented and done and do and live by and yet you don't see any type of pride in it until you see someone else do it or say these things and now all of a sudden you want to take pride in it my question is why why is that the case See, when you ask these questions, I think you, if you're going to deal with an honest individual who does this, an honest individual, which is kind of hard to come by nowadays, but if you're going to deal with an honest individual, they're going to, these are questions that are going to help unpack their internalized, um, I kind of want to say self-hate. I kind of want to say self-hate, but I guess just their lack of support for black folks, their lack of um, internalized self-hate might just be the word, you know, even if it does sound extreme. And the reason why I want to say something other than that, because I, I understand how extreme that sounds. But when you think about one's internalized self-hate yeah it can be something as 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 extreme as they don't like their skin they don't like you know whatever or it can simply just mean that they don't really like 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 this example they're not really finding what they do or what their people do valuable until someone else someone white or someone who isn't of the community partaking it now it's oh shit that means it's good Oh shit, the value, it, that means it's valuable. Now that now I can take pride. So I guess the word I really wanted to look for was the how come the you're not really proud or the pride level, whatever they um, it doesn't necessarily like when you ask these questions, you will see how prideful these individuals really are about their culture people who are really prideful about their culture don't need white people to do uh to 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 copy their culture for them to see the value in it people who are actually prideful in their culture and just who they are in 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 general don't need white eyes to gaze at them they don't need white gaze but you do see that happening with a lot, unfortunately, a lot of black folks and other ethnic groups, too. I'm going to speak on that in the future, but I can't speak to that personally because I'm a black American male. Like, I can't speak to the Hispanic uh, and Latin community because I'm not a Hispanic Latin person. So... Only when, if or when they want to have that honest discussion, and I would gladly ha- let them have that discussion here um, and share their thoughts on that, or my other abandoned podcast, the what did I call it? The spotlight, the guest spotlight. Yeah, that podcast I totally abandoned, and I need to not abandon it. Anyway, um, that's my question. Really, I don't want to spend too much time, but it, I wanted to point that out. Like, when it one, when are we gonna stop doing it? And there's a lot of things that Black folks do over and over and over again that we just need to stop doing because it's not conducive to 
the uh, growth of our community. Now, this last time, maybe, maybe it's just me, but I did notice a lot more people being vocal. And that it, it wasn't like I was the only one vocal about it, but it, it was re- really refreshing to see a lot of people, a lot more people than myself, be vocal about you know, Miss Piggy just simply putting on some busted ass wig, putting on long eyelashes, and then say, saying period I period ooh over and over, not really saying that goddamn thing, but just saying that, and still people are like, why are, why are black folks impressed by this? Like, why, what about this? She made herself look goofy trying to emulate black women. And then you had black women bigging her up, but you also had black women like, uh, nah, this ain't it. And why are you championing it? And I was glad to see that. Again, it was very refreshing to see that I wasn't the only buzz killing tennis and, 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 you know, for lack of better wording, right? I don't mind being the buzzkill, by the way. Somebody's got to be that. Everybody's got a role to play. If I got to be the buzzkill... In these very serious situations that need a serious discussion, I will be that. I know when to turn it off. If you've been listening to me long enough, you know, you know damn well I know when to joke. Hell, you're probably gonna say you joke a lot. You joke more than you really should. You know, there's a, there's a lot of serious situations I've joked about, or at least through through a joke here and there in there. You know, but at the same time. I know when, like, it, it's, it's, it's human nature. You know when you want to be serious. You know when you want to joke. I'm not going based off of, you know, what this, some folks are going to be like, read the room. We're just trying to have a good time. Well, this room stinks. It smells like pig ass. It's ugly. It's musty. I'm calling it out. Simple as that. So think about these uh, these two questions. When are we going to stop black folks? And the next question really is, how come when bl- non-black folks do something, quote unquote, black, you're super impressed by that? Really think about those two questions. Really think about it. Because don't you're not, you're not going to get anywhere lying to yourself. Don't act like, oh, I, 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 I love it when black women do that shit, too. I, I just love it when everybody does it. Okay, let's see. The numbers don't lie. If you're giving more views to Miss Piggy over here, but Miss um, Jackson, who actually does speak in that dialect, who actually does look good in long curly hair and long eyelashes, melanin popping and everything, but you you giving her one view and, and you giving Miss Piggy a hundred views. The math ain't math. You can say you love seeing black women do that and be that way, but it's not what your view counter is saying. So uh <clears throat> be honest with yourself, check that, and we'll get into a commercial break. Stay tuned. So what's up, y'all? So many of y'all already know that I have a lot more interest in politics and life and speaking with fellow writers and authors and just other people in other fields that I think are amazing. 
I have a love and interest for music as well. Now, I don't necessarily create music. Well, I do make beats. Y'all should check them out whenever I share them on social media. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, all that. But I'm talking about a, a dedicated podcast where I speak about music. So if you like my honest discussions about whatever I talk about here, you're going to love the honest discussions I have about music over at the My Two Cents podcast. That is a podcast I do, a weekly podcast. I've been doing it just as long as this podcast that you're listening to right now. The My Two Cents podcast can be found anywhere you're listening to this podcast. Go over, subscribe to My Two Cents podcast. That is the word My Two Cents is spelled numerically dollar sign zero dot zero two podcast right after that you'll be able to find it everywhere you're listening to this podcast once again go over subscribe to the my two cents podcast new episodes every monday just like this podcast now let's get back to the show all right so this next topic here is uh one that it's a I mean it's not that I don't feel like I say things on here that need to be heard obviously but I feel like this is one of the ones that definitely needs to be heard uh, because you know people out here they're doing it wrong <laughs> they're doing it wrong but what I mean by that is you have people who are who constantly, constantly, constantly always blaming others for what has gone wrong in their relationship life. Now, I understand fully that people get cheated on, people get lied to, people get abused, people get all this, all these bad things that happen to people, whether they're in relationships or not. Uh, but we're speaking specifically about relationships, romantic ones. And I understand, and in this topic here, in no way, shape, or form am I saying that whoever did these wrongful deeds to you or anybody, they don't deserve, like, they should be left off the hook. Absolutely not. But how you respond in the future, how you react, how you think, and how you maneuver after these situations are have been done it's totally up to you and far too often I see a bunch of grown folks with this mentality that it is always somebody else I wish I saved the example of the tweet that pretty much prompted me to want to do this I'm gonna try to go on Twitter right now and look it up so if you hear some awkward silence um yeah it's me (laughs) trying to you know twitter on this damn thing i i i gotta go on my other phone today but it's charging right now either or i'm not gonna do it what i am gonna do here is continue speaking about what i want to speak about here I mean, it's not a surprise that I saw something like that on Twitter. You know, the, the, the 
Twitter is miseryville. Like it's if you're not miserable on Twitter, you're you're not doing Twitter right. And there's a bunch of people who are on Twitter and they're not doing Twitter correctly. Congratulations, you should be proud of yourself. Don't don't take that as an insult when I say you're not doing Twitter correctly. You're actually doing the best thing that you should be doing for your own life. And not one, not falling to misery anywhere, whether that be online or offline, but definitely not following misery. <laughs> falling to the the uh, the rules of Twitter, which is trauma dumping, being miserable, right? And there's there's a there's there's a difference between the two. Still, some folks be trauma dump, dumping with the with the hopes, with the intention of just getting everything out right and they hope that once they do that they clear their mind it's off their chest it's like a weight was lifted off their body and they can, they have clarity i have no problem when trauma dumping is is done that way my issue when it then comes over to misery miseryville is when people do that but there isn't really an intention to think clearly act clearly and do clearly and the the intent of reflecting self-reflected especially is not there it's to simply again place blame on everybody else to remove as much blame as possible from themselves and you might see people or hear people say some stupid shit like I blame myself for having a big heart and for trusting so many people and allowing my stip- <laughs> nah like that's not that's not gonna slide over here you know that might slide with some other you know and I'm no therapist but that might slide with some other faux therapists out there you know ain't sliding over here you're not gonna say some corny shit like that like that's not sliding over here first of all there's nothing wrong with having a big heart just have a bigger brain okay your brain just as powerful and just as big as your heart there's nothing wrong with trusting people you just trusted the wrong individuals that doesn't mean everybody should isn't trustworthy it just means that the individuals that you trusted were not trustworthy that's all these things mean. You know? And again, this is not to remove blame from those toxic individuals. It's to simply just say that, listen, they did what they did. And no, I'm not saying get over it easily. Because we all are, you know, still dealing with drama or trauma. Um, and hopefully not drama. But traumas from past relationships that really messed us up you know I'm 31 years old and I can tell you I'm still dealing with remnants of past relationships in my early 20s even as far as you know late teens 18 19 kid you not now they're not super prevalent as they once were back in the day but when I think about moments of, oh, snap, I'm getting into this mode or getting into this mentality, they all correlate back to that failed relationship when I was 19 years old, that failed relationship when I was 25 years old. You know, these situations, right? 
well, I won't say all, but, you know, they connect back to them, right? So, uh, this is not someone claiming to be Mr. Perfect. This is not someone claiming to have all the answers. Right? I'm not Sway. <laughs> By the way, I've been told y'all Sway had all the answers before Kanye admitted it. But, you know, it is what it is, you know? And uh, eventually, people do find out that Ernest has all the answers as well. Eventually, eventually, people do find out. And in their own little way, they like to remind me or like to tell me that they know that I have all the answers. But it's never really a, a direct, hey, Ernest, you have all the answers type of way. But I know that they know, so that's all that matters. Okay. Now, back to the topic at hand. Um, so this is not coming from someone who is perfect. This is not coming from somebody who has all the answers, right? But this is coming from someone who is, A, to be honest with you, tired of seeing y'all crying about shit that's, that, that, that you have control over. Two, tired of seeing people complain in general on Miseryville. Now I get it. I know I'm on Miseryville, AKA Twitter. And that's what the name of the game is. Like I said, if you're not on Miseryville being miserable, you're doing Miseryville wrong. You're doing Twitter wrong. Congratulations, though. And I thank you for your service. But most importantly, if my thing in life in general is to let people know or inspire people about the power that they have I cannot condone this type of behavior if my thing is like one of the things like when people ask me why do I write right yeah I I like creating stories and I want people to see these stories and and watch the movies that I make and all this other stuff and, and say, wow, that was a great story. They got from it whatever they got from it, right? But the, ultimately, it's to, <laughs> the goal is what I really want people to see is Ernest did something that he's always wanted to do. And he did not allow whatever went on with his life to stop him, stop him from achieving these things. He has the, he has, he realized he had the power to do X, Y, and Z, and he did it. That's ultimately what I want people to realize. You know, the stories are the stories. The podcast is the podcast. The whatever I do is the whatever I do. But all of these things will not take place, will not happen if I didn't exercise my power, if I didn't realize my power within all of these situations and again exercise now going back to the whole relationship thing folks you have power in deciding or choosing better partners you have the power in in how you react to the situations and how whatever you learn or take away from the good or bad situations these are things that are totally up to you I'm sick and tired of, and I remember, I'm going to paraphrase it, but I remember what the tweet was that made me say, okay, I'm going to talk about this on the podcast as well. So there was this woman 
don't remember her name, but pretty much the tweet was, how come we're always telling women to choose better men instead of telling the men to not be liars, manipulators, and and all this other stuff, right? To pretty much not tell men to be better people. When we are doing that, I do that. I've seen other people do that. There are plenty of people who tell men Individuals in general who manipulate folks, but let's just use the gender that was used in this tweet, right? Men. There are people who tell men all the time, you need to stop doing this fuckboy shit. So let's let's not act like that's not a thing. And you, well, I don't see it because you only follow miserable people. You only follow people who would rather, once again, act like the victim all the time rather than individuals who are trying to empower you and empower people around them. So that's why you haven't seen it. But it is being told to me. But also, and this was my response to her as well, because I did respond to her, was pretty much because there's more power in you being able to learn from the mistakes of dealing with these types of men. There's more power in you being able to say, let me go look at the signs of this type of man. And once I realize the signs of these men is prevalent, I have the power to then control what happens, how, how far this relationship goes and what happens within this relationship. I had now have the power to choose my happiness because I'm no longer falling for these types of men. That's the power you should want to, you, you should be proud that you have that power. You should want to be more in control of your actions, of your partners, of choosing your partners, right? And people can say, well, people lie and put on an act and you are a grown ass woman. You are a grown ass man. You are a grown ass person. Can you really not tell people from their actions? From the and this is why I y'all, y'all need to stop just listening to words. People who are generally men, women, or people of their words are not really bad people. One, how can someone who says I'm going to do X, Y, and Z for you, they say it with words, and then follow that up with actions? How do you deem that individual a bad person? Hell, I got respect for people who say, I'm going to beat your ass. And <laughs> they show up and they beat your ass. <laughs> hey, hey, it's a person of their word at the end of the day. <laughs> but no, seriously, how can you say, well, people, they lie. And people, they, if this man said, he was deceptive, right? Because that was one of the things. Manipulative, deceptive, all that stuff. If this man said he was going to do X, Y, and Z for you, and he didn't do that the first time, the second time, the third time, clearly there are more times, there are more examples for you to just leave and not be with this dude. If this woman says, hey, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, this, that, and the third, and blah, say, blah, say, blah, I'm this type of woman. And then you say, she manipulated me. She lied to me. She said she was going to cook 
for me. She will say she was going to clean, she was going to do X, Y, and Z, and y'all should do nothing all day but sit on her ass and watch TikTok videos. There was ample amount of time within however long the relationship was for you to realize that this person is full of shit. And yet you still stuck with them. That's your decision. That's your that's yeah, that's why I'm like choose better. You decided not to choose better. You decided that the being in this relationship, and I've done this in the past because I know, and I've been vocal about it on this podcast. But you decided staying with somebody who clearly wasn't good for you, clearly did not, clearly was not a person, in other word, was better than actually finding someone who was, you know, a person of their word and being single for a while until you found that. Or at least you until you learned how to decipher between words and fucking actions. You decide staying with them was 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 better than all of that. So now you continue to be hurt by this individual who said they were going to do X, Y, and Z and they didn't. That was your decision. It just got to a point to where maybe they left you because they got tired of you for whatever reasons. They they found someone else who f- falls for their games or they just lost all type of... Well, they never respected you in the first place if they're someone who's going to constantly lie to you, to be honest with you. Um, but, um, yeah... If they left you or there was a situation where you finally left them, great. But you stuck around, though. You stuck around and that is your decision. That was your decision. And now that you're no longer around with them, you have to take responsibility for how long that relationship lasted. And I'm talking about situations where the individual is not, you know, being physically trapped or trapped in some way, right? I'm talking about these situations. Let's not throw in hypotheticals, okay? I understand things get different when things get really dicey. I understand that. Trust me, I know. But we're talking about a situation to where, again, let's bring up this lady situation where she's saying nobody tells men not to be pieces of shit, essentially, right? Everyone tells women not to choose, well, to choose better men, but no one tells men not to be pieces of shit. Let's just say this woman is, because she's treated that shit, so she's been with or she is with a piece of shit man, right? And then... She stayed with dude for the very reasons I just named because she didn't want to be alone, because she didn't want to be single for some time to not only find herself, but to find a man who is actually a man of his word and he's not manipulative and deceptive and all that other stuff that she said in a tweet. She didn't want to do all of that, so she stuck by this man. That was her, that, that, that's the decision she decided to make. Because, again, we're speaking on a situation where nobody is being forced to stay. She could have left. The first moment she realized, hey, this man ain't a man of his word, I'm out. She could have left. The second moment she realized, hey, this man ain't a man of his word, I'm out. 
she could have left the third or however many moments prior to the last moment that broke the camel's back for her to say, you know what, I'm out. This man ain't a man of his word, I'm out. She could have done that and she didn't do that. And what I'm saying is, listen, you had the power, girl. You have the power, you had the power. You still have the power. Now you have the power to think about your decision in all of this and now move forward in a positive way. I don't see how that would be seen as, oh, of course it would be seen as a negative on a misery app. Again, telling people to do that on the misery, on Miseryville, you're doing Twitter incorrectly. But in general, forget the rules of Twitter because that's not the rules of life. In general, the rules of life is we should want to be better people. We should want to elevate. Whatever sorry situation that we just got out of, we should want to learn from the situation and be better people. Be smarter, be wiser, be stronger. Following the Twitter rules of how to engage and be on Twitter is counterproductive to all of that. You're not going to be wiser being on there in your echo chambers and your sad sorry vills and miserable lanes and miserable vills and having everybody, yeah, you know, this sucks, this, men suck, women suck, because this, that, and the dead, and big, 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 big. You ain't going to be stronger. You're not going to be wiser. You, none of that. None of that is going to happen. So, who's to blame for what's wrong that's happened in your relationships? You are part of the blame. Just as much as I was part of the blame. If it's not a situation to where, you know, it's a majority blame goes to this person, that person, whatever. Still, you have some blame to be placed on it. And we're strictly talking about situations that I named here. Not other dicey situations where I totally feel different. Well, not totally feel different, but somewhat and totally, to be honest with you. But my, my, my views, depending on what's going on, are different from the views that I'm talking about here. Let that be known now. I'm going to discuss it in this episode, possibly in a future episode. But I'm just letting you know now, I understand aspects of relationships change things and it could be something as little as I don't know but it can still change my entire viewpoint as to what I'm saying here not saying that I'm going to take back everything that I said here because I've spent 21 minutes talking about it but it's to say that what I'm saying here is applicable to the type of relationship dynamic that is being discussed here. Someone who is with somebody who could have left that somebody at any moment in time and did not leave that somebody for whatever reasons. And instead of looking at themselves and saying, I allowed this to happen for so long, they want to blame the individual who was the toxic force within their relationship, or at least one of the toxic forces. Because people don't tend to talk about how toxic they are to themselves when they get into these relationships and don't leave because of fear of being lonely. 
that's for another discussion for another time. We're going to get into another commercial break. And then we're going to get into the last topic of discussion. Stay tuned. All right, I'm back from this longer than usual break. I'm trying to handle situations with one of my banks, some financial things or deal dealing with financials, let me put it that way. Y'all didn't need to know that, but I felt that it was very fitting to bring that up because we're talking about Brett Favre. You know, speaking of finances and things and now, I'm not scamming people. I'm not stealing welfare money or whatever the case. In fact, every time I applied for welfare, I was turned down. And I'm not no rich nigga. So there's that. But that's for some other discussions for another time. We're talking about Brett Favre here. For those who are distracted by the email doco news or you've been living under a rock, Brett Favre. <clears throat> Um, his latest scandal is a welfare scandal. He stole money from pretty much welfare out there in Mississippi, his home state of Mississippi. Stole millions of dollars. I think it's millions, but millions of dollars uh, away from the poor folks in Mississippi who need that welfare money. He took that money in a welfare scam and he did so, so he can build a gym for his daughter's school. The man has, he, he has made legitimate millions of dollars with playing with his long extensive career in the NFL. Now, if he fucked up his finances that way, that's that's on him. He's had he I know he's made millions off of those off of those Wrangler endorsements, you know, probably not as much money as he did with his NFL checks, but still, nonetheless, a lot of money with that and probably other endorsements as well, because I've seen him in commercials, not just Wrangler commercials, but other commercials as well. Point is, the man is paid. The man's got money. He's got more money than me, clearly. But this man is qualified, in quotation marks, for millions of dollars in welfare, and my broke ass is not. Yeah. He takes the money. It's it's The, the evidence is out there. Um, link in the description box below article will, of you know, what is going on will be, um, so you can, uh, see for yourself, you know, and again, he did this so he can build a volleyball court, a gym for his daughter's school. One can say, oh, that's, you know, it's a crime, but he he's just a loving father and he just wanted his daughter to succeed. When black men are selling drugs because they want to take care of their families, you don't consider that an honorable act. 
when folks, poor folks don't pay their taxes because they need money and they're not doing anything frivolous with the money. They are simply just hoarding as much money as possible so they can take care of their families themselves. You don't see that as an honorable, noble act. You don't say, oh, it's wrong of them to do that, but just look at the reason behind it. But this white man, and I haven't seen people personally make that statement, but the fact that Brett Favre isn't locked up right now is enough evidence to for me to 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 say this is part of why that that mindset is part of why he's not locked up. Now, I wanted to make this point before I got into anything else. Obviously, this is a big enough story for me to talk about, but me being of the media, whether you consider me big media, small medium, media, whatever the case is, I'm still a part of the media and I got to talk about, you know, what I feel is important to talk about because I'm, this is the media I control, you know, underdog TV media network, to be honest with you. But, uh, this is just shameful. This is a shameful act of Brett Favre, someone who I once considered a really great, you know, uh, a really great quarterback. Now I'm not going to take away his, 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 uh, when I did watch the NFL, I was a big Brett Favre fan. I've been a fan of his or was a fan of his. I want to say since I was like maybe in third or fourth grade, you know, growing up in new England, I didn't give a damn about the Patriots like that, you know, but green Bay Packers was my team because of Brett Favre. You know, so I can recognize this is this is coming from a former fan um, of him and still say, hey, the man's a piece of shit for doing what he did. This isn't even the first time he's been caught in a scam. This is the second time he's done it and. This is the second time he hasn't been in trouble for it because he knows he can get away with it. He got away with it the first time. He knows he's got what I've heard people say, the white man luck, but it's really just white privilege. He's got all of that on his side. He's a white guy who came from the gutter so he can code switch in and make it seem as though that he's down for the poor whites when he's actually for himself because a, a lot of those people that he, he took that welfare money away from are poor white folks out there in Mississippi. Sadly, they're still going to blame black folks for this. Sadly. And I'm saying they, not all of them. I feel like there are some who are going to say, yo, this man really fucked us over. He's not one of us no more. Like he really did this to us. But I'm not going to foolishly say that's all of them. I feel like there are still going to be a, 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 a sizable amount that's going to look at him and say, well, he did what he had to do. Again, they're either going to be like he did the, no, the noble thing. But meanwhile, trashing black men who sell drugs, 
do other illegal things in order for them to provide for their families, for their children. You want to trash them. You don't say they're doing a noble act, although it's illegal, but Brett Favre gets a pass. Yeah. You know? The other reason why I want to discuss this is because I want to keep this in the news. I want to keep this discussion happening. I'm not going to not talk about this. Again, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm, I'm doing CNN numbers. Absolutely not. I'm not even doing Joe Rogan numbers. If we're, if I'm comparing podcast to podcast, I'm not doing Joe Rogan numbers. Not even close. But I still have a voice. I still have this platform. And I'm going to use that voice in this platform to speak out against this BS that's going on. If anybody really wanted, if anybody denied, and not that I haven't talked about many clear examples of white supremacy actually oh well, not just white supremacy but white privilege actually being real on this podcast this is yet another example of that being real who else do you know can do what Brett Favre did and get away with it twice tell me don't bring up well OJ got away with murder but did he get away with evading taxes? No, he did not. Don't tell me, oh, so-and-so got away with this black... They always... A couple years ago when that black teenager... I believe he shot his bully or somebody who was pretty much messing with him in school. He shot the uh, the uh, teenager... I don't know if he killed him or whatever, but he shot him and he got out of jail the next day. And then I saw, uh, I once I saw that, I was like, the, the racists are going to use that as, you know, their their bait. And I, and I was right. It didn't last long, of course, but that was their, oh, there's no racism because how can this teen shoot somebody and then get out of jail the next day or the, it was like that afternoon or so. Either or, it wasn't, he didn't spend time in prison or jail. I don't know the full whereabouts about that situation. All I know was he shot the motherfucker who was bullying him. Simple as that. Or giving him a hard time if it wasn't bullying or someone was messing with him. He shot that individual. I'm not saying that is the appropriate uh, response to someone. I mean, I would say the appropriate response would just beat his ass. That's just me. But shooting him, it, nah. And, and especially if he, he posed no threat to you that was going to be of killing you or shooting you. If he was just teasing you or just putting his hands on the dude, I would have been like, bro, just put your hands back on him. Beat his ass. Hell, beat his ass with a chair. Beat his ass with a, you know, pencil case or something. I don't know. That's kind of off topic, but the point is, who else do you know can get away with this shit? Other than Brett Favre, other than a rich white man in general. A white man in general. So, don't get on here. Definitely don't get on, don't tell me. But don't get on anywhere and try to say white privilege is not a real thing anymore. 
don't say white supremacy is not a real thing anymore. The laws don't apply the same. Again, if I were to do what Brett Favre did, prison, jail, instantly. I wouldn't have gotten away with it the first time. Don't bring up OJ. That's a whataboutism. And two, he if OJ didn't, if we're talking about the aspect of finances, OJ did not get away with not paying taxes. If that was the case, it was somebody who got locked up. It, I know Wesley. Wesley didn't get didn't get away with not paying taxes. So what the fuck y'all mean? Stop it. Brett Favre should be locked up right now. The money that he owes for both times that he scanned people should have been paid back. He should ha- he should be forced to pay it back. I don't care. What if he can't afford it? That's on him. He'll go into debt, paying people back, paying back the entities that he owes, and now he's in debt. And now he has to work to get out of that debt. Mm. Sounds like your average American to me. So come join the club, Brett. Anyways, that's just my thoughts on the situation. I just want to make it clear. Um, I didn't want to talk about the whole Ime Doku situation. Number one, I'm waiting until all the facts come in. Number two, that might be grounds for a YouTube video or a YouTube live stream. Um, I kind of want to, again, divvy up topics between the between the podcast and YouTube so I'm not giving all of my thoughts in one area. Yes, there will be some time where they are both going to overlap, and that's when I start doing video podcasts again. But again, for those who don't remember, I made the announcement saying that's going to happen within the new year, not for the rest of 2022. So there's that. Check out the links in the description box below. Again, check out the article if you want to read for yourself. You want to help me get out of my financial ruts? (laughs) please consider donating. Any amount is greatly appreciated. Hit the link in the description box below or check out the Cash App, PayPal, Venmo. Those names will be down there. Until next time, until next episode, stay black if you are black. Stay beautiful. Black Lives Matter. LGBTQIA plus lives matter. Black trans lives matter. Black trans women matter. Black trans men matter. Black children matter. Black men matter, black women matter. I don't know if I said that, but I'm going to say it again anyways, because we matter. All right, I'm out. Peace.